Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of Allo. This will be the final podcast for our fantasy football league, the Fredco Redneck Football League, so I hope you like it. So let's start it off. Alright, it is Christmas, so I hope everybody's having a great holiday. Hope you all are healthy and had a great time with your family. But let's get down to business. We only got one game. It's really the important one. That's a championship game. And it's week two of it. And it's against Tim and Eric. But before we get to that, let's go over a little... Some things since this is the final podcast. JT, you came in last. And I'm looking at the draft board right here. You didn't have a terrible draft. Just got into some shitty situations. But... I'm not picky. I don't care what you pick for the keg. I like it to be something nice, but since it's free to me and it's like, oh, I can drink, you can get whatever you want. I'm not complaining because I'm not paying for it. But better luck next year. And let's go to something else. Probation boy. Always have to talk about it. He is in the championship game, which is all right with me. It's fine. I didn't have that good of a year. I almost came in last. I was one game off, and if JT tied with me and scored probably 30 more points than I did, I would have came in last. Thank you. But, probation boy, Eric. You know, I've been having some talks with some people. I ain't going to say their names. I ain't going to say really what we talked about. But, it seems like it's up in the air. I thought... Everybody was, you know what? Screw it. Let's go for it. Bring him back. I thought we were going to get nine out of nine votes to bring him back. I don't know about that. So I'd like to bring up with the commish just to ask him what happens. Say if three people don't want him in. Are we doing majority vote or do we have to have everybody say yes? If two, two, three people don't want him in and they're strong about it, is that gonna be is that gonna be a problem? And I don't want it to be a problem. So where does that stand? I mean, we're gonna have to bring that up. I might have to bring that up in the group chat. Where does that stand? So what happens if we get to a 50-50 vote? Uh, I don't think I don't think it should come down to a 50-50 vote. That's my opinion. I think if four people in the league doesn't want him in four people want him in and Zach comes down to be the deciding factor ah, I don't think that's a win for Eric I feel like if anything if there's three people then alright a couple other people five other people said yes three said no Zach's probably going to say yes wants to make everybody happy I don't think he's had a problem with Eric. I don't really think much people have. The only thing I can see wrong is him in the group chat bitching and complaining because fucking Todd's beating him. And fucking Eric ends up winning. Ha ha, beat you Todd. That's what you get. Whatever. Okay? Just don't bitch and complain in the group chat. You can do it to yourself. That's just my opinion. But if it comes down to 50-50, I don't think... I think we might have to talk longer and have more serious conversation about it. But say we don't bring him in. Who else? Who else are we going to bring in to that next spot to take over this team? Because 
if y'all don't have anybody, I can certainly find one of my friends that would be down to do it. But I'm the youngest one. I'm y'all went to high school together. I'm just Zach's brother, but I feel like I got a friendship with y'all. But still, y'all don't know that other guy, and I doubt you want to bring him in. And I, I get that. I wouldn't either. That's the next thing I'll bring up. Who's next? Who y'all gonna bring in? I don't know of anybody else. You all might have some people. Who knows? But let's go down to the next thing. I have the draft board here. These are just my picks. If I was the owner of these teams. So we got Struss's teams. I have two potentials that he could end up keeping. He could probably take Waller in the ninth. Just lock down your tight end. Get that done with. Boom. You don't have to worry about getting a tight end early waste an early round draft pick on a top tier tight end because you already got one in the ninth then you don't have to worry about picking up Noah Fant late and rely on him so I say go ahead and get him there or Steve came down here and looked at it a little bit he was like oh man he has Josh Allen in the 12th that might be a good one to think about so I'm thinking if I with stress. I go Waller. I'm a huge fan of getting a tight end. Shit, I drafted two of them. Now let's go to JT's team. I looked at your team and I feel like the only thing I would think about keeping would be Jerry Judy in the 11th. I feel like that would be a solid pick. He might be a good flex. Who knows? In the offseason, a good offseason and if they fix that quarterback situation over there see if they have their guy over there in lock but he could be a solid flex or a number two wide receiver and you get him at 11 then you draft three running backs in the first five rounds and then get your other wide receiver then I go down to Todd now we had discussions about it a little bit and he has a few potential keepers and he brought up the fact of keeping Montgomery in the sixth you could get better production in the sixth round than David Montgomery. You could probably get him in the eighth. What I think he should do, and he brought up as well, and I agreed, Deontay Johnson in the 11th. That's a solid number two wide receiver. You can even play him in the flex, depending on how you draft next year. That's me. Now let's go down to CJ. Now CJ was on the fence when we talked about it. And then I brought up, well, fuck it. Why don't you keep Stefan Diggs? He's in the sixth round. He said, lock it in. That's his man. So that's a solid pick because I doubt he goes past. He's, I doubt he's available in the third round in other drafts next year. So having him at the sixth, solid. Now, Eric, you have a little situation here. I thought you were going to keep J.K., but you ended up trading him away, which is fine. You could keep Swift in the seventh, but you picked up Antonio Brown. And I said, screw it, I picked him in the 16th round. You could keep him then. Because I asked Zach this question. I picked up a free agent. Can I keep him in the 10th? Well, not if he was drafted. If he was drafted, it's where he was taken. 
So you could potentially keep Antonio Brown if you want. That might be a good flex in next year, and he might go in 10, 11, 12, or high, highest seven I see him next year going. But if I were you with these running backs, they're a must-need. If Swift is the man in the offseason, if they say, all right, we're going with Swift, Swift is number one, then you take Swift in the second because he's not going to be kept any time after that because he'll probably be higher than a fifth-round pick. Now with me, I have some things. I picked up some free agents just to see what will happen in the offseason. But as of right now, I think my potential pick for my keeper would be C.D. Lamb in the ninth. Got him in a trade with Zach. Now for Tim, you got J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins in the fifth. And he's lighting it up right now. Mainly being our leading back in Baltimore. That's a solid pick right there. And Josh. And this is my pick for the biggest steal in the keepers. Justin Jefferson. Keep him in the 14th round. You have a number one receiver. And you could do the same thing as JT. You could stack up on running backs early. So, JT and Josh could be leading the pack next year if they do that. And got Zach. Keep keep Antonio Gibson in the fifth. I mean, you have Will Fuller. I don't know if he's on your team anymore. I can't remember. But, other than that, looking at the board, I looked at your team on the app. I keep him there. He's going to be the leading back. He's in the fifth round. That's a number one running back. Solid number two. You're good. Now, Peter. I looked at your team as well. Keep keep Cam Akers. I saw you probably picked him up in free agency. Your team wasn't... I couldn't really find much to keep. I mean, you could keep Kyler Murray in the fifth. But why would you want to keep a quarterback? Quarterbacks are unreliable as a keeper so far as of last year with Lamar Jackson being kept in the 14th, which isn't bad. But Cam Akers, if they say he's the man, go with him. Solid. Now, one thing I want to bring up is playoffs. When we go into the playoffs. I'd like to put this in a vote. Say you got you got the championship, you got the semis, doesn't matter. I'm talking about if you come in last place in the rankings at the end of the regular season, and then say you're tied with the person who's above you in nine, but he's only beating you, he's only up there because he has 10 more points scored throughout the year. I say let it go to the shit bowl. The shit bowl would probably be more interesting because you have something on the line. You have the keg. That's just me. I know I try to bring this up to other people. Oh, but if you suck during the whole year, I don't think you should get rewarded to get out of the keg. Well, I mean, if they're both tied and it's only a few points separating them, why not? Why not let it go one more 
one more, two more weeks. That's just me. I'd like to do that. So let's go ahead and get into this championship game. We got David Johnson, Eggplant, which is Tim's team, going up against Flint Tropics, which is Eric's team. Now, we do two-week playoff weeks, or playoff games. So at the moment, Tim is up by 29.18. And this week's projections is Tim with 123.65 and Eric's 121.8. Now, I had to write this down because the app is messed up and I can't get the Yahoo projections. So let's go down to Tim. You got Watson going against Cincy, and Eric has Rodgers going against Tennessee. Now, Rodgers is MVP. I'm saying it right now. He's probably going to end up being the MVP. Wilson was the leading guy earlier in the season. Everybody's always talking about Patrick Mahomes. No, give it to Rodgers. And that's who I'm going with in this matchup. Rodgers is going to outscore Watson. I don't think Watson's going to need to throw as much playing Cincinnati. But Tennessee, that might be a shootout because Derrick Henry's going to score two, probably three times. And A.J. Brown will probably catch a touchdown. So that's going to happen. So Rodgers is going to have to throw. So I'm going with him. Down to the running backs, Eric ha or wide receivers. Eric has DK and Hill. DK's going against the Rams. Hill's going against Atlanta. Going to, and Tim has Godwin and Marvin Jones. I want to go with Eric's group again, just because of Hill mainly. Hill's going to get his points. He could catch one ball, 75 yards, touchdown, and he's going to be up there and leading scorer for wide receivers in that week just for one catch it's going to happen but DK on the other end he's that safe floor he'll get you average points he could get you 10 but he has that boom factor and that's what I like about DK so much he has that what if and that's all about what, how Russell plays you gotta see how he does but Godwin, he's been hurt. I haven't really seen him that much. He could have had a good game or not. And Marvin Jones, he's an all right player. It's going to be close with DK and the other two, but Hill's going to get that. He has it. So Eric's going to be winning so far just with the top two. Now let's go down to the running backs. Tim has... Derrick Henry and David Johnson have good matchups. We already know Henry's going to get the ball and he's going to score and he's just going to stiff arm the hell out of people. And Johnson playing against Cincy, I see him going to get a lot of touches. I don't know how many yards. I don't know if it's going to be in the red zone, but he is going to get a lot of touches. But right now, for Eric, Dalvin Cook is really helping his case out. He's having a good game right now. I think the last time I checked, he had 15 points, and I think his final projection was going to be 20-couple. But then he has Swift. Swift, this whole year has been an up and down. He really wasn't the main guy early. 
Then he started to get some traction. Then he gets hurt. So, I don't know where that's going to leave him for this week. I know he's came back the past two. But, he has projected an average 13.18 points. So, he probably is a safe play right here. But, I have to go with Tim's running backs here. Because, Henry, you can't, you can't put anybody above Henry. And Johnson has a good matchup this week. Now let's go down to the tight ends. Eric has Goddard going against Dallas, which is a good play. He'll get you points for a tight end this week. But Kelsey, Kelsey's just like Hill. He's going to get his targets. He's going to get his catches. And I think he's up there leading in receiving yards. He's in the top five. Has to be. So he's going to get his points as well. So I have to go Kelsey. I never bet against Kelsey. Now this is where it gets fun. The flex. J.K. Dobbins for Tim. We're going against the Giants. Not that good of a team. Backup quarterbacks in. We're going to be running the ball. That's our main forte. We That's all we do. And that's what we're good at. We can throw the ball. Just have to catch it. But we're going to run the ball. J.K. has came up to be our leading back. The thing is him getting touchdowns. Because we've got the man Gus Bus Edwards over there. And he's a beast. He could be a starter on someone else's team. But J.K. is going to get his points. Think about it is the touchdowns. Then on Eric's side, you have Antonio Brown. It's not a bad play. Going against Detroit. So let's just see. I don't think Antonio Brown's going to outscore JK, but there is a possibility he could get in the end zone if both God, uh, Godwin and Evans is covered and you got a nickel on Antonio Brown. And or a linebacker. But I have to go JK here on Tim's side. To toss up with the kickers and defenses as always. Could get 20, could get negative one. But in this matchup, for just for this week, I think Tim takes it. But even if he doesn't, he doesn't win this week, it's still a two-week playoff. He's up by 20, let's say 30 points. He's up by 30 points. Eric has to outscore him by 30 plus to take the win. And I don't even if Eric does win, I don't think he can outscore him by that much. Dalvin Cook is helping him out right now by getting a lot of points against New Orleans. But I don't I don't know if it's enough. Unless Tyreek Hill has that 40-some point game like he did a couple weeks ago. That was outrageous. So that's just me. And I think that brings it down to the end with Tim taking the pot, Eric getting his second place money, and I think CJ is getting his money back for third place. I think that's going to be talked about in the offseason as well. So outside of that, it was a pleasure playing with you all this year. Wouldn't change it. I'm glad I didn't come in last place. RIP JT. And make sure 
make sure you stay tuned. I am going to be doing other podcasts throughout the week. Just like playoff pictures, key matchups, games to watch. And then I'll throw in some, hey, here might be some places you can save money in DraftKings. Who I think has a good matchup for cheap that you can then save money to go get the Derrick Henrys. So thank you. Stay tuned for next week. And everybody good luck in their fantasy football. And I hope you all have a great holiday. CJ, take us out, babe. Close it, baby. I'm going to eat her butt tonight. (laughs)